Genius, it takes a lot to get on my show. Genius, you're probably someone we'd like to know. You're really good at stuff, you probably like to dance. You like long walks and you wear clean pants. Genius, get onto my show. Howdy, folks. Welcome to Living with a Genius. I'm your host, Omar Crook. I've got the lovely and talented Julia Axe on the show with me today. She's a past guest and a friend of mine. I've known her for about five years from L.A. Opera. You might know her as an opera singer, as a classically trained actress, as a director, as a producer, as a writer, and just an overall great gal. And I had her on the show today to talk about her YouTube videos that have gone viral. Uh, About a month ago, she came out with an Ariana Grande cover of Seven Rings in the style of Julie Andrews. And I'm looking right now on her YouTube page. Um, She's got a million views. And uh, Ariana Grande retweeted it a, a few weeks ago. And I think on that side, there's maybe 13 million, something like that. So close to 14 million views for that one video. And then three days ago, Julia released uh, Cardi B's Please Me in the style of Mary Poppins. And I'm looking at that now that has 60,000 views and climbing. So it's really something. And I don't know anything about being a YouTube star or being a viral star in any way. So I wanted to talk to her about it. And that's exactly what we did. So without further ado, here is Julia Axe. First of all, it's really nice to see you. It's really nice to see you, and Omar. thanks for doing this. My pleasure. Where did you... Uh, now, I know that you've talked about this on Entertainment Tonight and KT Los <laughs> that Angeles. That one time. Yes, yes, of and, uh, Because you're all over the internet now. And um, But I want you to explain to my listeners how you came across this idea to do your Julie Andrews bit. The the Seven Rings. Yep. Um, well, it. I had done a short film not too long ago with Steve Greist, who's been my co-director on this stuff, mm-hmm. where uh, it's called uh, Dawn of the Dumb. It's a short film that is basically a Sound of Music parody where Maria or Naomi in the film um, tries to teach people about climate change, but climate change deniers are zombies. It's like a real multi-level... So it's like a documentary. Yeah, pretty much. Uh. <laughs> and then she there's a battle at the end with the... Uh, it's yeah. a whole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's probably one of my favorite things I've ever done. And Steve and I met each other, and we have very similar um, tastes and aesthetics. And so, did you guys come to that project independent of one another? You didn't know each other. Um, he was a student at USC, ah. and I was auditioning for his friend's thesis project, and it was it was sort of kismet because. I was like two hours late that day for some, like something had happened and I knew the casting director. So I called her and I was like, listen, how late are you going to be there? I really want to audition for this. And she's like, just come when you can. So I came like towards the very end of their day and Steve was helping his friend with this film. And um, the Victoria Hoffman, the casting director was like, oh my God, Steve, you know that conversation we just had about how you're looking for someone who is funny and can do a Julie Andrews impression? She's like, I have the perfect person walking in in like a second. So I came in and auditioned for his friend's film. And then after that, um, Steve came out and talked to me. He's like, I have this really weird project. I think you'd be great. want to come in and audition for it. And I went in and auditioned for it like the next week. And it was totally my taste. I read the script. It's like very Mel Brooksy type of humor and... And that was it was destiny. Where can I see that? Is it on YouTube? Is it on? Um, is it... It's gone through a bunch of iterations, and we're currently re-editing it right now into 
a newer iteration. So oh. it'll 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 come out. All right. And I'll send it around. And, and you're doing fun. you're doing the editing as well? Um it's you, been through a couple different editors and I've tried it's a uh, process. Okay, so I mean <laughs> that, my question is is that your bag because I've done a lot of editing and I've uh I can do it. Uh, you know, I can also do drywall, and I hate drywall, too. Oh, because I have a thing in my kitchen. Exactly. Honestly, Omar, we'll talk after this podcast. We can talk during the podcast. Well, great. It's right over there. Yeah, I see it. Um, uh, there's a, uh, Just so you all know, there's a sink, a big steel sink on the leaning against the wall. Yeah, we have water damage. We just are one step away from getting our kitchen back for the first time in five months. We're very excited. And the, the floor's taken up, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a big mess. So, it's gorgeous, yeah. really. So I find that that type of work, to me, is like editing. I can do it. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty good at it. I can probably build cabinets. I'm not I'm not promising anything. Just okay. don't look at me that way. Because I also have <laughs> a big cabinet project that needs to happen at some point soon. So um but I I just don't like it. Do you like being do I you love like editing? editing. You do. I love editing. I like editing comedy because it's so I'm I'm not sure timing is something that you can teach. Exactly. Ask me what the most important thing about comedy is. What is timing. the most important thing about oh oh so you're well, right. great. Yeah. How'd you know? <laughs> but I think, and so much of that is in the editing. Yeah. Because if you have a crappy editor. Forget it. Or just somebody who has different tastes than you, it can be, it can just like throw the whole project off. So yeah, yeah no, I love it. And we just finished a really intensive editing process for my latest video, the Mary Poppins Cardi B one. Mm -hmm. And I... Joseph DeWitt edited it and he also edited the the bigger seven rings mm -hmm. video. He mm -hmm. is absolutely phenomenal and like has a full-time job and just came home every night and went right into this editing, uh, editing Mary Poppins video until like at least midnight every night until we were done and I assisted him on it. And at the end of it, he's like, do you like this? I'm like, you know, I really do though. Yeah. And like I barely slept and didn't shower for five or six days and <laughs> so that's not the best part about it yeah. <laughs> but for the people around me really yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, no i really France. do enjoy it i really yeah. do enjoy putting mm -hmm. it all together and i think that's where the you finally see the magic yeah happen. you know when i was studying film at uh, los angeles city college oh, i um you know i had a, a very a lot of very good teachers and one of them said that there are a few things that you can't um fail at and have a good movie and editing is at the top of the list. Yeah. I'm um, directing is actually like third of the list. You know, it's yeah, writing. Yeah. And editing. And then acting, basically, and directing. Oh, acting or is I mean, farther, act, way farther yeah, yeah, down. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's really hard to get a good product if it's not edited properly, no matter how good the footage is. Yeah, and in, in the other way, editing can make a really oh. terrible movie seem like not so bad. Absolutely. I mean, Jaws is the most famous example of that, yeah. right? I yeah. Mean, was, so anyway, tell me how, um, how, how do you get a project like that together? I, like, for instance, I've, I've done a couple of little things, and I've, I guess I pulled a lot of favors, and but I, the the product that I came up with is not nearly as sophisticated or as polished as <laughs> what you came up with. How do you get a team together, and how do you get everybody working together on a limited budget? With you know, tell me the, how that goes. What's the process? Uh, I think it goes back to a couple things, and this is the quote that I was absolutely going to look up before this, and that I didn't. So here you go. Okay. It's something to the effect of, you know, the notion is that like a lot of you, you don't wait to be lucky; you have to be ready when That's luck right. comes your way and i felt so ready and i am so ready for the first time in my life like if this had happened to me five years ago i don't think i would have i would have like had ideas but just personally and creatively i feel 
so ready for everything that is happening right now and it feels so right and I'm having a blast and but it, to that effect I've also like spent since college you know honing my craft honing my taste and also being really trying to at least be really good to um the people around me and the people that I work being with being a good colleague yeah being a good colleague so that when my first little seven rings video from my bedroom went viral I had a network of like good people who were just good as people and also really good at what they did that I could call on a Sunday afternoon and be like, I have this crazy idea. Can you help me do it? We need to film it by Friday and we need to release on Monday. And they go, yeah. And then they did. That's really how it happened? That's literally how it happened. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And so I called Ashley and Steve and Sam Baker um, on a Sunday when I got the idea. I'd released the, the bedroom video on like Friday, I think. Mm-hmm. And I called them and I was just like, what are you doing this week? I think we should, I think this is the right thing to do. Let's just throw it together. Are you with me? Can you help at all? And they're like, we're totally in 100%. And so like the three of them, Ashley D, Steve Grice and Sam Everett Baker, like, like just showed up, man. Like Sam Everett Baker, I was like, we need a goat. And he's like, I am on it. <laughs> and that found is amazing. a freaking goat. Wow. That is amazing. So, and then at this, in the same way, you know, I just called a bunch of friends and I was like, will you come dance in this weirdo video? And they're like, yeah, oddly enough, like I'm free on Friday. Like I'll be there. What do you need? And we had a cast of like, what was it? Like 10, 12 people and everyone just showed up. Great attitude, no problems. And now what do you do about the business part of it? How do you handle that? I'm still learning about that. Yeah, me too with my podcast. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, I just monetize my YouTube channel, which still feels a little icky to me because I hate ads on stuff. Yeah. And so I'm kind of trying to come to terms with. Now, how many how many views have that? Uh, how many views has that video garnered so far? Do you know? Uh, the big music video. Yeah. Um, almost a million. We're hoping to break a million. Wow. Fingers crossed. It's gotten over eight million on Ariana's Instagram page because she reposted it. Right. Um, so across platforms, like not necessarily on my accounts, it's gotten like at least over 14 million views. Wow. So it's making the rounds. Yeah. So here's the, uh, how do you feel about the, the culture that we live in now where, uh, let me backtrack a little bit. I teach voice for Debbie Allen oh, at, her, at her dance academy okay, okay. and I've got 13 students and they're all very, very hardworking and very, um, dedicated to their craft both in dance and in voice but i do get the impression that a lot of the young people these days in their early teens um, aspire to be internet famous above almost everything else yeah um how do you reconcile i don't want to say reconcile what do you have to say to address that type of mentality because i know you and i know that you didn't just um, live on your parents' dime your whole life and then wake up one day and make a video and become internet famous. I know you as a very hard worker, a very, very dedicated musician, a very dedicated actress. And um, I think it's easy to pretend that that's not the case. Yeah, like overnight sensation. Right. And that's sort of what I, what I mean when it's like I have put practiced for at least 10 years, right. if not more. Right. And when luck struck, yeah. I was like, great i know how to do this yeah and yeah it's hard because like being internet famous like there's it's it's opened my eyes i've always been like a you who doesn't go on youtube Mm -hmm. at at this point but Mm -hmm. you know there are youtubers who have a lot of fame have a massive following get sponsorships can live off the excuse me Mm -hmm. live off the the money that they make 
making videos where they're just themselves, mm -hmm. you know, just talking about stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but, but that's not even necessarily what I want to do. So right. I think it's just sort of about, um, what fulfills you what personally. Fulfills yeah. you. And mm -hmm. you know, and especially in like the comedy stuff, I mean, I like creating set content, you mm -hmm. know, sketches and stuff. And the thing that I will continue to practice until the day I, the day I die is, is live performance because mm -hmm. I've been in those shows where you say a joke and no one laughs and then you try it, the reading a little bit different the next night and then everybody laughs and yeah. you're like, oh, so that works. Yeah. And you don't get that feedback um, when you just make make YouTube videos and put them out into a void. I mean, you get the comments, but you don't get, you don't really get a sense of what is really. Right. It's hard to read the room. It's, yeah. There's when there's no room. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Now, when you said uh, five years ago, you probably couldn't have done this kind of thing. What changed uh, in your um and the idea of yourself and the way that you work um, i i mean i can uh, i can tell you that for me it's perfectionism that has always gotten in the way of my moving forward and producing work and mm -hmm. i too am in that space where i feel that you are that things are just starting to fall into the groove because i'm open to actually getting on my feet and, and making and doing things yeah uh independent of what i think other people might feel is that does that ring true to you or is it some other something else in particular um yes and no there's an element of that but also part of what i think is what's been good for me in creating internet content is that you just kind of at a certain point you're just like we, it just has to go out there and that and i do think it's definitely a balance because there's a lot of people in my ear right now being like you just got to produce content just put it out there like whatever um but it's not whatever to me there is a level of like okay but it has to be like i will i will um release a video every two weeks instead of every one week or twice a week if it means that that video is like is above a certain standard of quality mm -hmm. but there is a certain point and something that i think is great and that i've learned is that the magic is in the messiness mm -hmm. sometimes yeah like that seven rings the even the big music video as professional as it looked like i was just in steve's living room <laughs> you know and like it doesn't look exactly like the Ariana Grande video, but that's what makes it so kind of great, I think. Oh, I think it's amazing. And super charming. So embrace the messy, Omar. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I wanted to, t I, I wanted to bring up this this new video that you just released yesterday, was it? Yeah, yesterday Just, just yesterday, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, I've been reading about Cardi B in the news like everybody else. I'm a news junkie more than a YouTube junkie. So <clears throat> I didn't really know, I, I, I'll be honest, I really don't know any of Cardi B's music. So great. That, like I told you, I also highly recommend following her on Instagram. Great personality. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I listened to some of her music on the way here. <clears throat> Pardon me. Especially the track that you parodied. And um, the genius that I found in what you did was turning something that was um, obviously, what did I say earlier? Oh, about. Um, you can say it. Oh, my. Yeah, I think cunnilingus is the word. Yeah, and yeah. Oral, oral pleasures and whatnot. Yeah. And um, it, turn it into something so um, <laughs> kind of wholesome in quotes. And um, But it really is just, a, I think I could, I would be comfortable probably letting my six-year-old watch your video much more than listening to Cardi B's Listen, song. my Methodist grandma sent me an email yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she and I could not be further apart in terms yeah. of uh, knowledge of pop culture and mm -hmm. taste in general. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and she was like, wow, it's a whole musical comedy. It really is funny. And I was like, okay, well, grandma can get on board. I'm sure some things went very far over her head, <laughs> but like, I'm not going to explain it to her. Yeah. But uh, if grandma can watch it and send me a nice email about it, I'm like, okay, we have a wider reach with this than I thought we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me how uh, you got that idea and how you executed it. <laughs> Well, it came because I was like, all right, so people really like the Julie Andrews impression. Sure. And um, not that I want to do it forever, but I'm like, okay, this is a thing that I can do. And um, our voices, just our vocal ranges have always been similar. And The timbre. And, yeah. The mm -hmm. timbre. Mm -hmm. The timbre. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite words. The, the timber. The timber. Because it's spelled <laughs> not at all how it sounds. Um, and so I was like, all right, well, what else can I do? But I don't want to just do the same thing. And Seven Rings was such a perfect storm anyway because Ariana sampled Sound of Music. Yeah. And so Cardi B came out with this song with Bruno Mars and I am a big Cardi B fan. And I was like, I wonder if I could do... I just kind of thought about it for a second. I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if it was about manners because he's just yelling, please. And I'm like, well, Mary Poppins is all about the etiquette. And so I just wrote the first verse and recorded it in my bedroom like I did for Seven Rings because I also wanted to see what the response would be and yeah. people loved it. So yeah. I was like all right, this would, I was like, oh, this would also be a great collaboration and I could write all new lyrics. So it would be still Julie Andrews, but still something totally different. And, and then I thought about Todrick Hall, who I've been a fan of for a very long time. Do, did you have a connection to him in any other way? I knew, so um, shout out to 3D Theatricals, which is a wonderful musical theater company in Orange County, who I've performed um, Oklahoma and Young Frankenstein with. Um, TJ Dawson who runs it, I knew that he knew Todrick and Todrick is actually starring in their production of Kinky Boots coming up, which is, Todrick did it on Broadway, so it's gonna be awesome. And I reached out to TJ and I was like, listen, if you feel comfortable, could you maybe reach out to Todrick? I have this crazy idea and there's literally no one else who would be more perfect for mm -hmm. it. Because <laughs> this whole thing is like pop and Disney, like mashups. And so, and so TJ was like, well, let me reach out. You know, he's really busy. And I was like, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, like, whatever. Um, and honestly, if Todrick hadn't said yes, I don't think I would have done it because there, who else? Like, he is the perfect person. And so TJ wrote back pretty quickly and was like, Todrick said he saw Seven Rings, loves it, and said he's down for anything. And I was like, oh, my God, I guess we're making this video. <laughs> and then how long did it take from that point to get it done mm, was it a scramble a, like that or is it more planned out i mean it feels like it was a scramble and yeah. it was kind of a scramble but we had a little more time we had a couple well like maybe two weeks of prep um a lot of people on the credits there's a lot of people yeah, yeah and a lot of people jumped in and a lot of people donated their time and again like one of the best crew oh there's there she is i love is that it that's a vacuum. Yeah. A, that's a vacuum in yeah. the background. No, it's right okay. Outside. Okay, great. That's real life. It's so real. It, we're not in a studio. We're just, we're just in your living room next to the kitchen that's torn up. It's true. And somebody vacuuming in the hallway. Don't remind. Well, here we are. <laughs> um, and where was it? Oh, yeah. And yeah, a lot of people hopped in. And Todrick was like, I think we should shoot this in a big proper green screen studio. So I was like, well, great. And he's like, all right, I'll, I'll organize that. So that was super. Wow. Very, very nice. And then I took care of everything else. And um, yeah, we just... But didn't you, I mean, now you're talking about a star and you're talking about your people dealing with his people and yeah. all that stuff. Did that, was that circumvented just by meeting him and doing it personally? We talked on the phone once he was in like Boston, I think. Uh, 
his schedule is so insane. Mm -hmm. And then he came back to LA and he was like, let's, let's meet up. And I was like, great. And we ended up, I met him at his house and super chill, super nice. And we ended up talking for like three hours about boys life and then the video and so gracious, so down. And, um, he brought in the four guys who dance in it are like his dancers Mm -hmm. and the, uh, three of the girls, are my friends and then Jenny who's like one of his main dancers also hopped in uh, when somebody had to drop out and she's like everyone was just so gracious and the crew that we ended up assembling was like unbelievably phenomenal that day went so smoothly I I'm honestly from like I'm just kind of bursting with gratitude and it sounds sort of cliche but I like have cried multiple times about how yeah. good how many good people have like rallied around me during this time yeah yeah i um i'm interested in how you're going to proceed with this is this your new thing is this like you mentioned something putting out something once every two weeks or i mean is this now your new job do you think well it's certainly uh i've made about twenty dollars mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> in the past month right uh, which is not enough. I don't know if you've heard to sustain uh, any sort of living. Well, the rent here has got to be like eight hundred bucks or something. I mean, <laughs> right? Okay, that's cute. This I know. Los it's, Angeles. No, it's it's unbelievable how expensive things are. It's funny because we we've been in our house for like fourteen years, and luckily our mortgage is not too high. And I don't. I hear what people pay now. I don't. I don't understand. I couldn't. Honestly, I could not afford it. No, Mike and I have have looked at like kind of dreamingly but kind of not dreamily yeah. at houses and there's just like no way it's unbelievable there's no way yeah i mean people are paying two twenty five hundred bucks for a one-bedroom apartment or my three thousand dollars he's sent- like i just bought a four-bedroom for like 185 yeah <laughs> yeah i know like, what yeah great okay well so <laughs> how do you monetize this and what's the i mean is there a plan to move forward to make it something that is that something that you want to do um yeah i mean money would be Great. I'm not sure that, again, it's like sort of a weird thing on YouTube and I'm still kind of learning about it. And I've had like brands reach out to me and they're like, will you use our product in your next video? And like, we'll work out a thing. I've had people offered to pay me to cover their song on my channel. And like, I don't know, it feels, it feels so disingenuous. And like, I really want to keep my content as genuine and honest as possible. And I don't, it's it's something inside me that I have to kind of like think about right. more. Right. Um, but right now I just, uh, I mean, this all sort of happened at a great time in my life too when things were kind of slow and I was kind of at a crossroads. And I'm like, all right, I have some choices here. Where do I go? Mm-hmm. And then this happened. Um, uh, to be honest, I like a week before this went viral, I was like crumpled up in a ball on the floor of my kitchen crying about like, what is my life about? You know, it just happens like once a week. Yeah. No, no, not to you. Okay, just yeah, me. No, no, okay. no, 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 it has. No, absolutely. Uh, it happens all the time. So and then this happened. It doesn't go away, by the way. Great. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> um, well, I am right on track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing just fine. Uh, I mean, yeah. look at me, you, you know, this yeah. is what you have to look forward to. You know, we dried your tears and then we started the podcast. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's sort of weird. I mean, I've sort of kind of cleared uh, my schedule as much as possible at this point because honestly, I really love, 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 love doing this stuff. And mm-hmm. I was talking with Steve about it. Like, what do I want my YouTube channel to be? Because now I have like 20,000 plus subscribers where at the beginning of this, I had five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a little over a month ago, I had five. Yeah. So, so now there's an audience. 
And I was like, well, maybe my stuff's going to be too weird for them. But honestly, what's given me the most hope for humanity is like people uh, like get the weird shit. Oh, I love stuff. it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, so we can go with the weird shit. Yeah, yeah. And we definitely pushed the line with this last video. <laughs> I, yeah, I just thought it was so clever. I love the lyrics that you wrote. I loved everything about it, the animation. The, bit, the the thing going down the the what where was that what tunnel was that filmed in it's, Fourth Street or it's in what downtown. Was that? downtown yeah I was supposed to go with I don't remember which one it is it's yeah. the same one that in the Cardi B video though oh it is exactly the same one oh that's funny yeah we with almost the... flipped it to make it in London yeah to be on the left side of the road uh-huh. oh that's funny <laughs> but then I it was five a.m. and I needed to go to bed so we didn't wow I I just I thought the whole thing was really terrific thank you Omar. what's next um ooh uh, a lot actually. Um, there's a long list. I got stuff through December planned. Uh, okay, let's back up. Tell me about this crossroads. Oh, no. We have to go into that. Yeah, I want to know. Well. Because what I just asked you before, that was like the happy ending. So I want to, you know, let's put it in order. Okay. Yeah, let's okay. make a thing crossroads. out of it. Well, I was just sort of feeling like there wasn't a place for me in any of the avenues that I was pursuing. And there was a handful of them. But I also, I don't know. I felt like I had a lot to offer and I felt like it was never, I was fighting so hard and not that I stopped fighting hard at this point, but what's great about what's happened is that I feel like the videos that went viral are me using all of my talents in a single place, which is really satisfying. Mm -hmm. So... And kind of what I, why I'm excited about developing this YouTube channel, at least, is that it I'd like it to be sort of like a modern day Carol Burnett show where it's some sketches are musical, some sketches are just sketches and there's guest directors and there's collaborations. And um, the common thread is me and my taste. But, you know, I, my life is so much more. You need a Harvey Carmen. Yeah. 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 If for anyone who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I mean, it's but it's also a realistic thing. Like I've paid for these two videos out of pocket and like that's absolutely not sustainable for me right now. But um, and it's not that I never want to. I definitely still want to do opera and musical theater and film and TV. But I um, am loving this because it's really. Yeah, it's funny when you everything, said all cylinders are firing. Yeah. When you said that, when you said the Carol Burnett show, I, I could feel my arse, my my eyes sparkle your eyes sparkle? yeah my eyes sparkle I, just, I had a mexican <laughs> i breakfast. saw them his eyes did sparkle <laughs> yeah i mean it it is a great idea and that's where honestly i feel like me yeah i don't know and with youtube you 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 really do kind of have your own tv channel i never yeah i'm i am not of that generation honestly and mm -hmm. so i've never really thought of it that way i've just thought of it as kind of this wasteland that you can just go and peruse through and find interesting things and it yeah and I know my friend Eric, who has been on YouTube and utilized YouTube for many, many years, would probably obviously scoff at that because there, there, there really are these dedicated thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of dedicated channels where people just subscribe and that becomes their medium. It's the, I mean, people get more information from YouTube than, or entertainment from YouTube than any other medium all of them combined i think actually yeah um and you can really make it what it, you don't have to it's answer never it been anybody. my thing yeah but yeah. I, I mean i want I, I look I, I watch like british comedies and stuff um yeah. that's you're my target audience <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what uh i use it for but um i 
really seen a, a couple of instances where, like yours, you you turn it into a TV show. And this idea of the Carol Burnett, the Carol Burnett show, I I think is really perfect for you. I think that's why my eyes lit up because when you said that, I suddenly saw you in that role very clearly. It seems like something that would be really fun Thank and rewarding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I have so many ideas that that just run the spectrum of of comedy and content and there isn't like a one like this is not going to be a julie andrews impersonation <laughs> channel <laughs> also for my own sanity yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but i have so many ideas like the list is so long and i was worried about that in the beginning i'm like oh my god do i have enough ideas to sustain right. this and then i think about it for a second i'm like oh wait i absolutely do what's have on it. the front burner now front burner next up super excited about yeah. this completely original song uh with my writing partner ashley d and we wrote it. It was only supposed to be like a minute long. And we wrote the whole freaking thing. It's like three minutes long. We recorded it. We have to meet with the uh, the the mixer today, actually, to finalize it. And we're going to shoot a music video for it. It's a 90s kind of TLC vibe. Yeah. Um, and uh, all you need to know that on May 2nd is Dwayne The Rock Johnson's birthday. So watch out for this uh Video to How drop do you on possibly crank these things out so quickly? I I, the... It's unbelievable. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I don't sleep and I don't shower for five days. That's how it happens. <laughs> That's how it happens. And your uh, boyfriend, Mike? Yeah. Is he involved in any of these at all? Surprisingly, no. That too, so Mike, let's just for our audience, Mike is a writer, director, photographer. Yeah. And, and he's, he's had a bunch of his own stuff yeah. going on. His career is like stepping up yeah so he hasn't even had time to be around like his his agent and manager when the seven rings video came out they were like when did mike have time right to direct this right that's everybody's assumption yeah but to set the record straight to set the record straight and mike he's just like no i had nothing to do with it she put it together herself and like is he sore about that not at all really not at all that's no, so good we're super excited for each other and he's like you know and forever I've always been trying to put him in stupid videos. I'm like, come on, Mike, be in my videos. And he's just like, no, I don't want to be in. But now, <laughs> but now we had a conversation and he's like, maybe I should, maybe I could be in one of your, I'm like, any freaking time, man. So so you didn't turn the tables and say, well, I've got George Clooney's interested now. So, you know, so you can audition. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 but he's got uh, carte blanche though. Yeah. He better take you up on it before that runs out. I mean, he is very serious and shy at first. Not shy, but he's just like very a very serious guy at first. Uh, at first, yeah. he's gonna kill me for saying this. He's uh, like, "Don't let people know that I'm silly," because he is one of the silliest motherfuckers that I've ever known. <laughs> you can edit that out. <laughs> uh, um. So I'm really yeah. We'll see what happens. I gotta find the right thing. That's amazing. He might make an appearance in something. Okay, tell me again. T tell everybody your YouTube channel. What's it called? Uh, Julia Axe. A K S. A K S J U L I A A K S. That's it. That's it. You can a look me up. And the next one drops May second. There might be a sketch that drops before then. Depends on how much energy oh. I have. All right. Uh, but the next big music video that we have planned is will drop on Dwayne the Rock Johnson's birthday on amazing. May second. Did I miss anything? I uh, don't think so. Thanks for being on the show again. My pleasure, Omar. Well, there you have it, folks. The lovely and talented Julia Axe. Thanks for being on my show, Julia. It's always great catching up. I also wanted to tell you guys that the reason I haven't been doing this show as regularly as I used to is that I've been working on a project with my partner, Brandon Ogborn, on another podcast series called Telephone Stories. 
which I can happily announce now will be released in May exclusively on Luminary, which is a new podcasting platform that's kind of like Netflix. It's really exciting. We signed a great contract, and I, honestly, I just can't believe it. It's actually happening. Uh, the first season is about the 1995 and 2005 Michael Jackson trials, and uh, as you know, he's back in the zeitgeist, so hopefully it's good timing for us. Anyway, thank you for your support. Thank you all for listening. Be kind. Do good work. And until next time.